The Power of Dreams. Mikeitz, at the end. 24-12-2022. 30th of the 9th moon, 5783. Torah, Genesis 41-141-52. Haftara, Numbers 28-9, 28-15. Shabbat Rosh Kodesh. Welcome to this week's Torah and Haftara readings titled Mikeitz, at the end. The time frame for this episode is 13 years after the thrilling events of last week. Joseph's dream has come to pass and he is now in charge of Egypt. It is utterly and satisfyingly fascinating to note how times changed for Joseph, from slave to second in command of all Egypt. How did all of these happen? His brothers called him a dreamer in derision and they were right, it is Pharaoh's dreams that I shall be speaking about, that brings Joseph out of slavery to governance. Some dreams are good, others are bad, and many dreams are plain useless. Pharaoh had a dream and his dream was very, very bad. Genesis chapter 41 verse 1 to verse 4. It came about at the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream. Behold, he stood by the Nile. Behold, seven cows came up out of the Nile, desirable and fat, and they grazed in the reeds. Behold, seven other cows came up after them out of the Nile, undesirable, and thin. They stood by the other cows on the bank of the river. Then the undesirable and thin cows ate the seven desirable and fat cows. Then Pharaoh woke up. End of quote. Now that was a really bad dream and the stuff of nightmares and well, Pharaoh is Pharaoh and he goes back to sleeping. However, Pharaoh dreams again and the dream is as bad as the earlier dream and he wakes up again. Genesis chapter 41 verse 5 to verse 7. Then he slept and dreamed a second time. Behold, seven heads of grain came up on one stalk, wholesome and good. Behold, seven heads, thin and scorched by the east wind, sprouted up after them. The thin heads swallowed up the seven wholesome and full heads. Pharaoh woke up, and, behold, it was a dream. End of quote. Pharaoh is troubled by these bad dreams and tells them to all the magicians and wise men of Egypt, but they were unable to interpret Pharaoh's dreams. However, the man in charge of serving Pharaoh wine mentioned to Pharaoh that Joseph who all this while has been in prison, would tell Pharaoh what these bad dreams were about. Genesis chapter 41 verse 8 to verse 14. It came about in the morning that his spirit was troubled. He sent and called for all the magicians and wise men of Egypt. Pharaoh told them his dreams, but there was no one who could interpret them to Pharaoh. Then the chief cupbearer said to Pharaoh, Today I am thinking about my offenses. Pharaoh was angry with his servants, and put me in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, the chief baker and me. We dreamed a dream the same night, he and I. We dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. There was with us there a young Hebrew man, a servant of the captain of the guard. We told him and he interpreted for us our dreams. He interpreted for each of us according to his dream. It came about as he interpreted for us, so it happened. Pharaoh restored me to my post, but the other one he hanged. Then Pharaoh sent and called for Joseph. They quickly took him out of the dungeon. He shaved himself, changed his clothes, and came into Pharaoh.
End of quote. To Pharaoh's question, Joseph shows his true character by answering that it is not himself but the Mighty One who will give Pharaoh an answer to understand the troubling dreams he had during the night. In this way, Joseph rather than give praise to himself pointed correctly to the source of his ability as the one who should receive the honor and praise. Genesis chapter 41 verse 15 to verse 24. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream, but there is no interpreter for it. But I have heard about you, that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. Joseph answered Pharaoh, saying, It is not in me. The Mighty One will answer Pharaoh with favor. Pharaoh spoke to Joseph, In my dream, behold, I stood on the bank of the Nile. Behold, seven cows came up out of the Nile, fat and desirable, and they grazed among the reeds. Behold, seven other cows came up after them, weak, very undesirable, and thin. I never saw in all the land of Egypt such undesirableness like them. The thin and undesirable cows ate up the first seven fat cows. When they had eaten them up, it could not be known that they had eaten them, for they were still as undesirable as before. Then I awoke. I looked in my dream, and, behold, seven heads came up upon one stalk, full and good. Behold, seven more heads withered, thin, and scorched by the east wind sprang up after them. The thin heads swallowed up the seven good heads. I told these dreams to the magicians, but there was none that could explain it to me. End of quote. Now Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dreams. He informs Pharaoh that the dreams came one after another to emphasize their importance about what would soon happen to Egypt. Both dreams were the same and pointed to a time of severe famine for which Egypt should prepare having received warning from above. Genesis chapter 41 verse 25 to verse 38. Joseph said to Pharaoh, the dreams of Pharaoh are the same. What the Mighty One is about to do, he has declared to Pharaoh. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good heads are seven years. The dreams are the same. The seven thin and undesirable cows that came up after them are seven years, and also the seven thin heads scorched by the east wind will be seven years of famine. That is the thing which I spoke to Pharaoh. What the Mighty One is about to do he has revealed to Pharaoh. Look, seven years of great abundance will come throughout all the land of Egypt. Seven years of famine will come after them, and all the abundance will be forgotten in the land of Egypt, and the famine will devastate the land. The abundance will not be remembered in the land because of the famine that will follow, for it will be very severe. That the dream was repeated to Pharaoh is because the matter has been established by the Mighty One, and the Mighty One will soon do it. Now let Pharaoh look for a man discerning and wise, and put him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint officials over the land, and let them take a fifth of the crops of Egypt in the seven abundant years. Let them gather all the food of these good years that are coming and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh, for food to be used in the cities. They should preserve it. The food will be a supply for the land for the seven years of famine which will be in the land of Egypt. In this way the land will not be devastated by the famine. This advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a man as this, in whom is the spirit of the Mighty One? 
Pharaoh and his court like the answer they have received and he appoints Joseph as vizier over Egypt, to oversee the preparations for the coming famine. Now Pharaoh should be commended for acknowledging the reality to be faced and putting in place measures to avoid a complete failure in the administration of government. This attitude of Pharaoh is in contrast to the attitude of the peoples in Noah's time and in Sodom and Gomorrah who failed to heed the warning from heaven and were subsequently destroyed by water and fire respectively. Pharaoh's attitude is very similar to that of the king and peoples of Nineveh after Jonah preached a warning message to them that caused them to repent and accept the truth of the Father Yahweh, saving their lives. Genesis chapter 41 verse 39 to verse 43. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, since the Mighty One has shown you all this, there is none so discerning and wise as you. You will be over my house, and according to your word will all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have put you over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh took off his signet ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand. He clothed him with clothes of fine linen, and put a gold chain on his neck. He had him ride in the second chariot which he possessed. Men shouted before him, Bend the knee. Pharaoh put him over all the land of Egypt. End of quote. Pharaoh changes Joseph's name and called him Zephenath Pania, and marries him to Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar a priest of On, a worshipper of the sun which you see every day in the sky. This family Joseph was been married into were the highest and most privileged class in Egypt. This marriage is blessed with two boys Manasseh and Ephraim and officially, the journey of Israel from just one man's family to becoming a nation begun from the separation of Abram from his family, kindred, and nation, has become established by the mighty one Yahweh. Genesis chapter 41 verse 44 to verse 52. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and apart from you, no man will lift his hand or his foot in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zephenath Pania. He gave him a Senath, the daughter of Potiphar a priest of On, as a wife. Joseph went out over the land of Egypt. Joseph was thirty years old when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Joseph went out from the presence of Pharaoh, and went throughout all the land of Egypt. In the seven bountiful years the land produced abundantly. He gathered up all the food of the seven years that was in the land of Egypt and put the food in the cities. He put into each city the food from the fields that surrounded it. Joseph stored up grain like the sand of the sea, so much that he stopped counting, because it was beyond counting. Joseph had two sons before the years of famine came, whom Asenath, the daughter of Potiphar a priest of On, bore to him. Joseph called the name of his firstborn Manasseh, for he said, the Mighty One has made me forget all my trouble and all my father's household. He called the name of the second son Ephraim, for he said, The Mighty One has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. My name is Orlerli Arihati Micaiah, and by the power of the Spirit of the Mighty One, through Yahashua Messiah sharing with you things about the way of Yahweh which I follow. Each episode of the Assembly of Yahweh Natsreya podcast will offer opportunities to learn from the scripture and connect with the original sense and purpose practiced by the earliest followers of Yahashua Messiah since around year 30 in our common era, on the delightsomely beautiful narrow and difficult way, the Sovereign's Highway, that leads to eternal life. Thank you for listening. 
This digital media is produced by DM10 Enterprise, for Assembly of Yahweh Natsreya.